for like uprooting yourself, moving somewhere, learning from there. But for me, it's always been about like coming back, bringing that knowledge back into the city and was like, like helping expand it. Straight up. What do you, what do you, or my bad, not what, how do you consider what, anyways, what's your style, your photography style? Like, do you have a style? Um, I think a style, um, like people can say, oh, I'm like this, like this, but like actually nailing down a style for me, is something I'm still discovering. You discover every single day. I'm more of, uh, in a storytelling sense, more of being like detail oriented, like person, like interpersonal, like being able to like look at something, see someone and kind of like feel whatever is going on um at least when doing portrait work that's more of the style i tend towards so you'll see a lot more of like up close like more headshot types like being able to like see like look into someone's eyes and be like okay i can kind of see like what's going on here um that's what i've tried to tend towards i know a lot more people are either more of like vogue-esque fashion or a squire or gucci or stuff like that but that that's never been me do you have a favorite word? A favorite word? Um, I don't know. Uh, like I'm pretty reserved, but when I talk, I talk a lot. Um, but I don't know that I have a favorite word. I like saying flabbergasted, but I don't use it that much. That's a great word. <laughs> All right. So if you had, oh, actually, have you been to Kenya before? Yeah. How many times uh, have you gone? Only once. Uh, because, uh, I was like really young. Um, I just remember having a great time. My brother got a chicken claw stuck in his head. Uh, <laughs> there, yeah, there's. It, it was it was a great time, but like obviously with a family like our size, it's like so hard to be like, okay, we're all gonna go this year. Yeah, because uh, sure. those are not cheap. They're not, not cheap tickets at all. all. They have. They're it's outstandingly expensive yeah i had to like i had to just do if guys if i was on camera right now you would just saw this big stretch and while saying <laughs> outstandingly and i was just like really trying to just show but you guys can't see so yeah. i don't know why anyways but um all right so these are a little bit more basic questions but just yeah. to kind of get to know you a little bit more and um and then we'll wrap it up with the with the with the with the strong question with yeah the, um favorite shoes Favorite shoes? Ah, I only recently started getting into sneakers because of a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made me download the Nike sneakers app, and <laughs> I was just like, "Why would you do this to me?" Um, but I, even like, I have wide feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, even despite that, I just like I rock with Nike. I love my Air Maxes. Air, ooh, Air Maxes are hard. Yeah, I love Air Maxes. Um, okay, go to snack on the go. Go to snack. Uh, fruit smiles from Walmart. <laughs> that's that's a good one. I'm not gonna lie, that's yeah. good. That's good. Everyone I've been asking has been giving some whack answers. That was yeah. good. That was good. I like that. All right. If you had to choose between this is kind of it's kind of a difficult question. Okay. Putting you on the spot. If you had to, <laughs> this is a challenging yeah. question. Just let you know ahead of time. Okay. If you had to choose between marrying a creative or marrying somebody that literally has like no like the, everyone has creativity but yeah. really isn't interested in anything creative at all yeah like 
sounds like, I mean, I feel like it'd be an easy answer, or maybe I should say, would you be able to marry somebody that has like no creative interests? Ooh, would I be able to? Um, I feel like, yeah, I could. Um, Cause at some point it's, so uh, like, it'd be awesome to marry another creative, just like someone that like gets it. You can mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't, I think I was talking with a friend of mine. There was like, just at the end of the day, it's just like, you sit there, uh, like whether it's, something happened with a client they just know it's just like tough day like they understand but like someone who isn't really into the creative scene um i feel like i could it it would be nice to have like that understanding but it's all about like communication at the end of the day and so i don't think i'd have a problem with that top three tips for somebody trying to build their social as a photographer Ooh, see the thing that about social media is like there's so much about like we talked about constantly pushing out content. Like if you go on my Instagram, it's just like this guy probably posted three times over like two months. <laughs> and at some point, no photos, like, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just like uh just if you're yes, it's getting consistent content to to push out. It doesn't have to mean everything day on social media, because at some point, like, yeah, you do need a break from social media. Um, and as easy and accessible as it is. I wouldn't treat that as like a proper like portfolio. You can use that as examples. Like, Oh, you just want to see some work, just go there. Um, Just really don't try to fall into trends. Just find what works for you. Like if you want to shoot something, but no one else is shooting it, just go do it. Like everyone has also to tag onto that. There's not really an, an original idea anymore. So don't like, think that this one thing that you're doing that no one else is seemingly doing is your thing. Like there's someone that's probably done it before you. This is your own take on it. And just, I don't know, just be open to like idea collaboration. So if someone is inspired by you, first of all, like you should feel, I don't want to say you should feel honored because I don't want to like go into intricacies like how people think and stuff like that. Um, But ideas aren't like your property. Like they're communal. I hope I remember that so I can literally put that in a quote. That was fire. Yeah. <laughs> that was fire. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all heard that? <laughs> Who inspires you? Ooh. Um, so there are, so talking like friends, people that inspire me. Um, I So people I know like are looking at like these big names, stuff that uh, – people that are doing a big like YouTubers or whatever. But a lot of my inspiration comes from like the people I'm around. Uh, so like uh, one of my friends, Caleb, he's not a creative in any sense of the word, but just like his attention to detail, his business mind is just like always uh, the way he thinks about stuff. He's a, a psychology major. Um, so he, he's always inspiring to me. Um, if we're, so there's another photographer, his name is Kelby Rack. He's, really good at what he does in uh, his imagery, the way he edits his photos, uh, super inspired by him. Um, But if we're like talking big names, people that like everyone knows, uh, Temi Coker, he's a Dallas based like uh, artist. He does, he takes really cool photos. He also does really awesome edits on uh, Adobe's design platform. Uh, Peter McKinnon, like I'm familiar. Yeah, photographer, videographer, yeah. YouTuber. Um those are really the only ones that I'll like go to like find stuff and like, okay, yeah, that's really cool. Like this inspires me to like go out and do something. 
And then everything else is like, you'll just like find filler stuff. But those are like the main ones that like I go to. What do you, what do you value most or look for in a friendship in the creative world? I know like a lot of people, um, I don't know how it is in Kansas City per se, but in LA for sure, people sometimes aren't really trying to build a friendship. Yeah, They're yeah. just trying to secure something from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you like weed out those from like somebody who you truly like want to be around and keep around? I, I don't know. To a certain degree, uh, I can kind of like tell. And so a lot of times it, uh, or not necessarily tell, but like you can kind of feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of times it's like someone's like, yo, like, how, how's it going? It's like, Let, let's just hang out or whatever. It's like, do you want to go shoot? Let's go shoot. Shoot once. And then, like, if you hang out with someone, uh, you just kind of, like, get a feel for it. A lot of times, like, if I'm with my friends, it's we're – sometimes we'll talk about, like, actual, like, work photography stuff. But other times it's, like, we're, we're just, like, BSing about, like, like dude did you get the new pokemon game it's just like it's like no it's like look, i literally said a game stuff i've already clocked like six hours in so it's like <laughs> just like the stupid stuff because yeah uh, friendship yeah, yeah like that's that's the base of it it's not, not all about like trying to network to get mm-hmm. somewhere a lot of times it's um like people try to be transactional here and uh it works for some people if that's just when it, as you want to keep it at but for me like friendship is about Yes, we can get together, we can work and we can do stuff, but let's like build a rapport to get there. Mm-hmm. And so if we can like spend that time of just like like BSing and doing nothing, it's like then honestly I would ride for you any day of the week. Just like literally just call me at 2 a.m. in the morning. It's like, dude, I need someone to help me with this shoot in like two hours. Are you down? I will say yes every single time. Like that and that's just how it is. If you could choose three cities to do a shoot in what cities would they be? Ooh, I, they don't have to be cities per se. They can be small towns, villages, and yeah, if, yeah. If, if you go that deep, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But, um, actually, like I, I've been thinking about this a lot. I want to do a shoot, uh, Valencia in Spain, mm-hmm. uh, Tokyo, Tokyo, far. yeah, and I am gonna go ahead and say I'll say London, London, nice. yeah. Have you been to any of those cities yet? I have. So I've been to London. I haven't been to Valencia. I was in Barcelona a couple weeks ago. Oh, uh, I saw that a few pictures. Yeah. Oh, it was phenomenal. I, I loved being there. Every second of being there. It was tough coming back. Mostly because I hate plane rides. But <laughs> but no, like I, I want to go back so bad. Uh, but and then I have not been to Tokyo, but it is on the bucket list. Do you like fashion? I'm not like really like a fashion savvy person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm more of the guy that's like, if you see me five times out of 10 in this weather, seven times out of 10, I'm in a hoodie. Like, like that, that's just who I am. Full vibe though. Yeah. You know, yeah. Are, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't see the hoodie he has on right now, it's pretty solid. It's like this burgundy slash like, I think it's more like a maroon. Mar- that's the word I was looking for. I was yeah. like, burgundy slash maroon. I don't know what burgundy looks like, but it sounds like <laughs> the hoodie sounds like burgundy. Yeah. I know you can't hear hoodies, but you know. yeah, no, I'm following. I'm following. <laughs> you follow yeah. Like sometimes you can just hear something. You yeah. Know Do you read a lot? Um, not as much as I should, but I'm getting back into it. What's like uh, your go-to like topic of reading? Whether it was ten years ago when you were reading a lot, or whether it's what you're trying to get into. Um, when I was reading a lot, it was more of uh, fictional stuff, just because. 
Uh, for me, I liked seeing like the the crazy stuff that wouldn't be like every day. And then it's like, okay, if I could do this and like base it in reality, how would that happen? I, I just love thinking about stuff like that. Um, more so like as being more entrepreneurial, it's finding those books that are just like, okay, what are practical ways to like, like boost your brand, like storytelling, how can you help people brand themselves and stuff like that? But yeah. Do you consider yourself like a personal brand? Yeah. I think everyone, uh, has a personal brand. Uh, it's just a matter of like finding what it is and then like sticking with that story. I like that. I like that. So if you had to choose, this is a very, it's a very difficult question. If you had to choose between staying in Kansas City and trying to build out, you know, your 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 business here and just trying to help the creative, you know, diaspora build here, mm-hmm. or moving to New York City because you got a big opportunity. That's going to last a year. What's your choice? Oof. I don't know. I'm putting people in lost situations. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, And like, I haven't been to New York, but like from stuff I've seen, like people that have been there, I don't know if I've necessarily liked being in New York. So I know there can't be a cop out. I have to give an answer. Like, but honestly, in actuality, it would depend. But I think. I would go to New York for the year and then just like grind it out. And then after that, just see where I'm at. Thanks. I feel that. I feel that. All right. What is your favorite type of, how do you you call it? Meat? Like, wait, is meat covers all categories, right? Of types of meat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what's your favorite type of meat? I'm so hungry right now, so I had to ask a food question. <laughs> yeah. I apologize. No, no, you're, you're good. Starving. I'm like, yo, bro, like, I'm thinking about some fire meat. Honestly, it's it just, it just goes back to the chicken, because all I'm thinking about is that grilled chicken, man. It's chicken. It's have you, oh, have you had the Popeye's uh, sandwich? Yet? I actually have not. You know, I really want to try I said that like I tried it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you? Have you? Yeah. Nah, yeah, but a friend of mine, he uh, yesterday he was like, I finally tried the Popeye's chicken. I was like, Oh, cool! How was it? He was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> It probably tastes like the same. Yeah. You know, I think one thing that's crazy going back to like branding, like it's freaking ridiculous. Like if you think about it, like people's brand. I was talking about this with somebody at the uh, Saturday Market event last night mm-hmm. about how somebody's personal brand or who they are like their story them just them can literally sell anything and we're specifically talking about Kanye and yeah. and like his and his clothes and like how much they're selling for and how people really purchase that yeah and like not trying to hate shout out to Kanye for being a creative and like yeah. putting those creative ideas out there into the world but like just because he is who he is people will spend that bread mm-hmm. and it's like just because a company is who who they are, their brand. Yeah. And I've been learning a lot about literally on one of my tabs on my computer right now is what is brand architecture and branding 101, understanding branding on YouTube. So yeah. it's like I've been like reading about this and studying and writing notes about this lately about how like your story, your brand story, like what your brand represents, its values, its 
foundation that it's held upon, like that is what influences people to buy something. Literally, there can be a sweatshirt that's a plain sweatshirt and a sweatshirt that has the Nike sign on it, mm-hmm. same class, same everything, and people will literally spend fifty dollars more oh, yeah. just because of the brand and yeah, the story yeah. that uh, you know touches them emotionally. So right. it's like literally Popeyes tapped into social media, tapped into Twitter, and blew that shit up yeah, and then yeah. like it blew up and now it's just like something cool to do like if you're not doing it you're not part of the like culture you're not like part yeah. of the community. if you're not trying it you're like you're missing out like and they did such a simple but good job yeah like doing that and i feel like it's like the chicken sandwich probably tastes just like chick-fil-a or like any other spicy chicken sandwich yeah. i bet you it doesn't really taste that better like i'm sure it tastes yeah. amazing but if you put another sandwich that was a fire spicy chicken sandwich, but this is amazing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I put down two sandwiches and I was like, both of them were from freaking KFC, and I told them one was from Popeyes, they would choose the Popeyes one. Yeah, yeah. and it's just crazy, like the importance of brand. Yeah, yeah, it, it's super important, and uh, I know, uh, like you, you mentioned Kanye. I there's several companies that do that. You mentioned Nike, like Apple. Mm-hmm. Like if you put like an Apple product, like an iPhone versus like a Samsung Galaxy, you know, like then people were free to choose. They would always go with the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Like there are a few people that would go with Microsoft. Right, but seven out of ten, like the majority, exactly. Yeah, and like again, that branding is so crucial to doing anything. Like, and any creatives listening to this, like, find your brand, put yourself out there. And the thing is, like, it's not something you decide once and you run with it. It's always evolving. You like you're continually building that story. A lot of people on social media are just like, I just need like one viral post and then I'm set. And that's short lived. Mm-hmm. Like that gradual, continual success is finding that brand, interacting with your audience, finding out who resonates with you, and capitalizing on that. Straight up. There's like a lot of artists who, um, in terms of music artists, that like have one hit song but they didn't build a brand off of it or like they didn't, they don't have a story behind it. They didn't build on their brand once they blew off of that song. And then like, nobody really thinks about them anymore. Yeah. And then there's artists who literally were featured on like a Kanye West song and like, they weren't even, they didn't even blow up. Just somebody heard about them and they got like some traffic coming their way. And since they had an established brand, they are like, they have a fan base. Yeah. They may not be freaking Jay Z like, huge and everyone in the world knows them. Yeah. But they, they're doing what they love. They're traveling. They're taking care of business. They're working in the yeah. space that they love because they created a band and uh, capitalized on their opportunity when it yeah. came out. And I think it's so important going back to what we talked about at the very beginning of the podcast about like constantly and consistently doing your research and being prepared mm-hmm. is like if you build your brand and you're constantly working and you have a um, you know a I guess a personal resume, like not even, not in terms of regular jobs, but you just have a resume. Um, when that opportunity comes, it's going to be so much easier for you to capitalize. If traffic sent your way, like imagine traffic sent to your Instagram because somebody tags you and like all you have is you like flipping off the camera and saying stupid shit, like, and like being an asshole, like you yeah. be turned off immediately. But if you like, if you're like, or if they're sent to your link or something and it's a dope website and it's like you tell your story and like your pictures really tell like the story you're trying to tell. It's like yeah, the beautiful yeah. thing about pictures and videos. Like you can tell a story without saying anything. And it's like if you can do that like and, you, and you've and you been putting in the work, like 
when that opportunity comes, it's easier for you to capitalize. So. Yeah. I know one of the things is like, uh, like I've, this is a conversation I've had repeatedly with different friends over like the past month or so. But um, I, one of my favorite things to say, it's, it's always like people talk about like um, luck, mm-hmm. the idea concept of luck made mob. They have their whole, this ain't luck mm-hmm. uh, line that they do it. And it really isn't like, obviously there's an element of luck that comes to it. But one of, yeah, right. one of my favorite things is like luck favors the prepared. This though. Like that, that's what it boils down to. We just to. fist bumped it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like you get a viral post, you get that traffic mm-hmm. uh, to wherever it is, to your website, to social media. Um, and if you've been working on that, like if you have your established brand and you're like, you get that all of a sudden people are inquiring. It's like, Oh, what about this? Can you do this? Do you have packages for this? Mm-hmm. Um, but again, if it's just you flipping off the camera and then you have like something like actual, whether you're good or not, if you have work that is substantial, the people are coming to like this hot mess of an Instagram feed that it's like you just lost out on the potential, like a huge potential of like money. Facts. And you know what? Like off camera right now, I'm grabbing my backpack because I think I really just need to read directly from my notes. Something that just co- coincide, coincides, coincides, co- yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, my vocabulary is struggling, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but, and I've just like tried to say it a few times, but it's just like, so it's so, so important to be prepared, man. So important. Um, and when you're not prepared, you're just setting yourself up to fail yeah. over and over again. So it's like here. So it says stack the deck in your favorite Favor constantly and consistently. You don't know when outside help is going to come along. And also you must study the chessboard for years and be able to answer all questions. So it's like always stacking the deck in your favor just means like in in this context, whether we're talking about photographers or we're talking about videographers or we're talking about uh, rappers Mm -hmm. or what, like you have to have something for people to look at. You have to stack the deck in your favor. You blow up and you don't, have anything else like you get like all this traffic sent your way like come on bro yeah. like is this are you is this really what you want to do like i have like a little i do this little youtube show i just started like a week or two ago i think that's what i originally messaged you about and then i like switched it up and said the podcast yeah. instead because i was like you know what let's just let's just work on the podcast but on this youtube show and somebody was just talking about like are you really about this life like pretty much and it's like when you don't stack the deck in your favor. You're not. You don't really care. Yeah. You know. You're not really in it to secure a win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not trying to be in the trenches. You're just trying to dip in and dip out. You know. You have a thumb, a thumb toe in, and not the rest of your foot. Yeah. So that's real. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with one last question today. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So if you could leave one piece of advice for your grandchildren, what would it be? Hmm. I think uh, it'd be more of like a twofold uh, piece of advice. Um, first part being kind of like uh, embrace the now, just because a lot of times we get like so caught up in things that are going on. Uh, like a poor, good chunk of my life was always about like always doing something. It's just like embrace the now, just like enjoy it. And then the other part is just like be expressive. Um whatever like 
it's very general, just like be expressive, like what you do, like uh, mean more of like mean what you do and what you say kind of thing. Uh, yeah, because a lot of times it's when I say something like it's that's exactly what I mean. There's no like roundabout way of going. Mm-hmm. To, like if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Um, if not, like I'll tell you. And if I say something, then it's like there's like no surface level like hidden meaning behind it. So like just enjoy the now, be expressive. Like that's all I could hope for how I would want to live. And then I'd want my kids and their kids' kids to live. I love it, man. So I just want to say thank you so much for coming on today. You're an amazing yeah. soul, amazing conversation. Thank you for it's the first me. time we met and I can tell that, you know, you're gonna be very successful. You're already very successful in you know my in my opinion yeah. from the outside. <laughs> thank you. But man, um you have a good vibe. Your parents should be proud and you know, big up to Africa. Yes. And you know, with that being said. Peace and love to our podcast listeners. Peace and love to my guy, Matthew. And uh, thank you for coming in and thank you for listening.